Thank you for downloading episode 96 of the Shrimps Verdict podcast. All opinions expressed to those of the individual contributors and not necessarily those of either Morecambe Football Club or of Beyond Radio. Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio. It's an inswinder towards the edge of the six yard box. It's not clear, and it's into the back of the net. And inside the first minute or so, Freddie Ladapo sweeps it home from the corner. We didn't get it clear. Farron Lawson didn't make his header, and from three yards out, Ladapo sweeps it in at the far post. And an early try for the Tractor Boys, and it's reached down one. Morkin Nil, the start that Woody did not want. It was a decent enough corner to the back post. We should have got it clear, we didn't do so. And a striker of Freddy Ladapo's quality is simply not going to miss from there. Now towards his right-hand side it goes, Wes Burns cutting in field. Broadhead plays it into Connor Chaplin, just tries to get the rub of the green. Broadhead, that's a great save! Low down to his right-hand side by Connor Ripley. Wonderful save from Connor Ripley there. Danger not completely away. Ipswich all over Morkin in these opening six minutes. Morsi down this left-hand side. The Portman Road crowd lifted up another notch as Evans tries his luck and it hits the post from 25 yards. Gibson misses out on the halfway line. Broadhead plays it through. Ladapo is clean through here. Freddie Ladapo pulls the trigger, hits the post, hits the opposite post and bottles in for 2-0 Ipswich Town. And that's how good Ipswich can be in the final third. We know the quality that they've got. Broadhead slide rule pass. Ladapo punished us in the first minute and he's punished us in the 16th minute across the bows of Connor Ripley. In off the post to make it Ipswich Town 2, Morecambe nil. And you have to say that was a goal of high class. Morecambe will be disappointed to have been dispossessed in the middle of the field. Looks comfortable in possession and all of a sudden it's just that press again, isn't it? Ipswich work it forward. Initially you think the angles against Freddie Ladapo there, but he cuts it across Connor Ripley off the post and into the back of the net. And then Lee Evans out towards Harry Clark on this right-hand side, down the line to Wes Burns, give and go between Morsi, Wes Burns has got some room to run into the penalty area here down the right-hand side, pulls the ball across, Colin Chaplin, easy as we like, and that was far, far too easy for Ipswich Town down that right-hand side, and we just didn't pick up Connor Chaplin, we allowed the give and go between Morsi and Wes Burns, and we allowed the Ipswich Town right winger the freedom of the penalty area, he got to the byline, pulled it back, and it was a tap-in really for Connor Chaplin. He finds the corner of Connor Ripley's net. And in the 38th minute, it's Hitchrich down three, Morecambe Mill. And that is a really frustrating goal. You look at, uh, at Chaplin, and he just had the freedom of the Morecambe penalty area. And it's uh, all it needs is the ball to be right. And it was, it was a, a pin-perfect cross into the path of Chaplin. And he's just under no real pressure from the Shrimps. And it's switch with Harry Clark. West Burns on this right-hand side. He's going to go one way, twist and turn Gibson inside out. Shot comes and it's deflected into the bottom corner by Connor Chaplin again. 
And that just sums up a miserable first 45 minutes for the Shrimps. Probably their most miserable of the season so far. And it was all too easy. We just get gifting possession back to Ipswich again and again and again. And in the final minute of stoppage time, the ball down that right-hand side once more into the feet of Connor Chaplin. It took a bit of a deflection and then landed right in the corner of Connor Ripley's left-hand side to make it Ipswich Town 4, Morecambe nil. And we're not yet at half-time. And it was, it was just... And that, it's going to drive Derek Adams absolutely insane. The fact that we're just not doing the basics right. We're not passing to a red shirt. And it's just all too easy for Ipswich just to get the ball back again and again and again and the quality side are eventually going to punish you. And that's exactly what they did. They were knocking it around for Formas at snail's pace at, at one point. And then eventually they just went through the gears down the right-hand side. We just couldn't keep possession. Reaction to the action. This is the Shrimp's Verdict on Beyond Radio. So let's look at the positives in this uh, second half. Well, as it stands, we're going to keep a clean sheet. I know it's small, but let's look at every possible angle we can. I think Denal Simia looks good at the back. Not done much wrong. I think Dan Crowley looks impressive in the midfield. I think it's been a bit of a tough debut for Michael Mellon against very good opposition. Obviously plenty more to come from him. And we have at least tried to do the basics a bit better than we did in the first half. Passing it to a red shirt. Never given up a lost cause. Like we've been doing so well at home in the last uh, in the last few games. And that's what we're going to have to do against Bristol Rovers on Saturday. There's no doubt about that. And I think we can do it. I mean, our home and away form is how different the chalk and cheese is. It's weird. So it's, it's, I know it's that way for a lot of clubs who are very good at home and not so good away, but... There's no doubt at all that our home form is going to what's going to keep us in League One this season as the referee puts the whistle to his lips and, well, frankly, puts the shrimps out of their misery. It's been a, an abject performance, I'm afraid, for Derek Adams' men this Tuesday night. The tone was set in just the second minute, really. Freddie Ladapo sweeping home a Leaf Davis corner inside the first 70 seconds at the far post uh, for 1-0. Uh, Ladapo made it 2 on 16, a fine finish put through by Chaplin across the right-hand side of Connor Ripley, in off the post to double the tractor boys' advantage. It was 3-0 on 38. Wes Burns given the freedom of Portman Road down the right-hand side. He pulled the ball back and a completely unmarked Connor Chaplin swept the ball into the far corner. It was 4-0 just before half-time and the same one too, working really well again. Wes Burns down the right Chaplin, by the aid of a slight deflection, uh, found the opposite corner. So it's game set and match really at half time. Uh, Morecambe ringing the changes, uh, bringing on uh, the uh, debutants uh, bought in the January transfer window, uh, who uh, all contributed uh, to an extent in the second half. We didn't concede any more in the second 45 minutes. Christian Walton in the Ipswich Town goal, though, might as well hang his jersey up, uh, save putting it in the wash. We didn't get a shot on or off target for the whole 90 minutes plus stoppage time. So one to forget for the Shrimps, we need to put this one to bed and put it to bed quickly ahead of the trip uh, to the Mazuma on Saturday of Joey Barton's Bristol Rovers.
a really tough uh, venue to come to at the best of times and we obviously knew on Saturday um, with Oxford beating the Ipswich that it was going to be a hard night for us and uh, it didn't start too well for us because they got a massive break um, we cleared the ball off the top of our defender's head it's hit uh, our player in the face and it's, it's fallen for uh, their player to get uh, the first goal so you know right after a minute and then Quite quickly after that, we made a mistake in the middle of the park. We give the ball away, they break on us. And I think it's actually slightly offside, uh, the second goal. Uh, and then they get a third uh, and then a fourth right on half-time with the 51st minute of the first half. But um, second half, we you know worked ever so hard to um, keep the score line down. And, uh, you know, we've got no complaints. How tough a team talk was that at half-time to try and lift the players and, and do exactly what you, you got them to do in the end, which is keep a clean sheet in the second half? Yeah, it was never going to be easy. Um, you know, I think that uh, we made four substitutions at half-time. The reason for that was to give you know players game time. Uh, and we were out of the game, the game was, was finished. We were never going to draw it and we were never going to win it. And uh, we then looked to try and look forward uh, to the next games. And... To be fair, the players that came on, uh, you know, acquitted themselves well. Three debuts tonight, Simeu and Crowley and Bellinor coming on. Simeu at the, at the back, you could see the quality he's got, talking, organising. He looked a, a really significant acquisition for you. Yeah, I mean, it was important to give these players uh, some game time. And uh, I think that uh, it, you know, coming away to, to Ipswich Town, uh, one of the biggest clubs uh, in this league, uh, and we just, you know, walked away and uh, we, we tried to, to stay in the game uh, as long as we could. The two and a half week break without a game, did that contribute in any way to the slow start tonight? Well, it didn't help us, put it that way. You know, we've had two games off, uh, away to Cambridge and at home to uh, Port Vale. And, and that hasn't helped us, whereas, you know, Ipswich have had games and they've got, uh, you know, a very good squad. You described Ipswich as a superpower at this level, got some enormous clubs. Is it easier to write off a result like this or is it one of those games that you still look to analyse and see where you could have done better? Well, we think that we've taken a point from them already this season and as I explained beforehand, their budget's five to six times our budget. They've taken in players uh, over the the market and... uh, you know, spent more money in the transfer market than we have in wages. So, um, listen, they shouldn't be in this division. They're in this division for, for one reason or another, and uh, we just got to, to try and compete with them. Defeat tonight, but you still look at the last four games. It's three wins out out of four. Back at home next time as well against Bristol Rovers. Important to try and pick up where you left off at the, the Mazuma Stadium. Yeah, I mean, the teams around about us are going to be the ones that um, we're going to be able to compete against. Yes, we have competed against Ipswich at home this season, uh, and the likes of Derby and the Portsmouth. But um, you know, we've got to, you know, use our home uh, form to try and get the wins that will keep us in the division. And just finally, mostly getting some new recruits. Kieran Phillips has gone back after injury. Is there any any room to, to bring in any further players? Do you think? Uh, at this moment in time, we've got space to take in one more player, uh, just the way that uh, the finances are. So um, we'll try and do that before the window finishes. Derek, how disappointing was it tonight, given how well we'd played in the last three home games, that we didn't quite acquit ourselves in quite the same manner in the first half? Uh, I don't think it was that. I think that um, you've got to remember who you're playing against. Um, you're playing against Ipswich Town. Uh, Ipswich Town have got five to six times the budget that we've got. Um, they've got uh, a transfer budget that's bigger than our budget. And uh, they've got uh, better players than us. I didn't think that... Um, we let ourselves down. We just made a couple of errors that led to their goals. 
it's not a season-defining defeat by any stretch of the imagination, but we, we've got to dust ourselves off now very quickly. Well, you've got to remember, we just won three games uh, on the trot, and um, we've come away to Ipswich Town. Ipswich Town are a team that's uh, played uh, European football. They've played in the Premier League, uh, and I can't remember the last time that Morecambe did that. It shows the golf, doesn't it, I suppose? It shows we chop a different supermarket. It does show the golf, but... I think you've got to understand the golf as well when you ask the questions and uh, until you, you do that and realise where Morecambe is and where um, Ipswich Town is then it's going to be a difficult for you. Thanks, sir. Thank you. It's the Shrimps Verdict Podcast, part of Shrimps Live on Beyond Radio. Hello from Dave Salmon. Thank you so much for downloading this episode. And thanks so much as ever if you listen to our commentary on Shrimps Live on Tuesday night from Portman Road. Uh, I'm a little bit tired because uh, we only had about three hours sleep last night. Didn't get to bed until about quarter past four, thanks to uh, uh, the highways bosses at closing Junction 13 of the M6. And then the only possible diversion route, uh, there were roadworks and temporary traffic lights. So it took us about an hour and 40 minutes. It's just to do about a mile stretch, uh, which at uh, two in the morning isn't really what you want after you're travelling back from a 4-0 away defeat. But uh, anyway, it's all part and parcel of the job. We're not complaining because we absolutely love what we do, of course. But uh, suffice to say, on the pitch, uh, we need that response on Saturday. And uh, I think we're going to get it, you know. I I think the one thing that's going to disappoint Derek Adams more than anything is the manner in which we conceded the goals uh, on uh, Tuesday night. Uh, yes, Ipswich are uh, an excellent team. They are going to be, write them off at your peril for the automatic promotion spots, by the way. Uh, they are going to be certainly there or thereabouts. And they are terrific at home. Uh, a 20 plus thousand uh, home crowd uh, cheering them on. All the quality that they've got in their squad as well. But we just didn't do the basics right. We didn't throw our bodies on the line. We couldn't pass to a red shirt often enough. We weren't tracking back. We weren't following runners. You know, all that kind of stuff, which has been the bedrock in our three home wins over the last uh, few weeks uh, we didn't do that we were a bit better in the second half uh, but the first half certainly one to forget uh, so we need to move on pretty quickly normally at this point we would have a, a preview of the uh, next game but um, I'll be honest with you I uh, couldn't quite uh, get to my special guest uh, and, and timings to work for one reason or another uh, we had uh, Wi-Fi issues and then availability issues and then the other time that, uh, that my guest could have done uh, the podcast interview where it was 5pm on Tuesday uh, and at that point I was pulling onto the car park at Portman Road so uh, we couldn't quite make it work unfortunately uh, so no Bristol Rovers preview but we will be looking ahead to the Derby County game after the game against Bristol Rovers and the podcast will be out shortly after that on the uh, Saturday night so uh, do remember to download it Apple, Google, Spotify and the fullback catalogue of course as ever uh, at beyondradio.co.uk and if you're not heading down to the Mazuma uh, full match commentary of Morecambe against Bristol Rovers will be on our FM and DAB plus frequencies and of course via iFollow uh, from 2.45 uh, so thanks for listening thanks for downloading this short episode of the Shrimps Verdict podcast and uh, we'll speak to you next time Every kick, every game, every goal. Following Morecambe FC in League One. Full match commentary of Morecambe FC on Beyond Radio. This is Shrimps Live from Beyond Radio.